0: Bring me a pickle with the sandwich, and I want the little ice cream scoop of the potato salad. And she looked at me. Oh, wait, you know I don't understand the gibberish with these people. But she shuffled on back, and uh, she came back and she said, No, only egg roll, only egg roll. And I said, You know what? Um, fine, that's good. So, here I think I'm in a sandwich shop for a pickle and a real nice ice cream scoop of potato salad. Thought I was going to order a nice glass of rose or chablis. And I just get a plate full of these egg rolls from this Shen Yun, Yun Shen ballet business with no script. I don't know why they called me an audition, but to audition for it, I didn't even have anything to. Hi everyone, this is Katherine Jamie Lou for um, Crystalline Channeling's Wait till you see what we're going to go over tonight. Hold on just a minute. So do you understand, Johnny? Oh my Christ, i a cracker. I almost blew off my head. Just a minute. Jocelyn! Jocelyn! There's Justin here. Why is that? Because I just totally blew my brains out into this Kleenex. Okay, I need this place sanitized. No, don't do it now. I'm on the air. Just... God, you glad I didn't blow stone the mic, Johnny. Still waiting on that sandwich and the pickle scoop of the potato salad. Hi, everyone. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the very famous and upcoming Saturn-Pluto conjunction because it's like a big... Whatever the hell, it's like this kind of thing hasn't happened in 500 years, okay? So can we just please like 2020 minus 500, uh, 1520? Hello, that was like the when everyone started coming to this country, and they were reading ed- English literature, you know, back in the colonial days, before we were a country. So, it could be the end of the United States as we know it, and of course it's going to be. But, you know, it's a transit, and that means that it's temporary. All transits pass, all right? It happens on January 12th, 2020. Saturn goes into conjunction with Pluto at 22 degrees Capricorn. I want to very quickly, because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, when I get to my cards... I'm going to go through your rising sign because that's going to tell you what house activates this kind of energy so listen up i'm whipping through them right now i'm not going to waste time on this crap if you're capricorn rising then the saturn and pluto will transit your first house of self and identity and appearance sagittarius rising uh, suturn and plattern okay johnny I need injections in my face because the Tourette's in my eyes is causing the anaphylactic shock in my mouth to mix up the words. Okay, I don't want to do it again. And if we need you, bring in Fifoni because I need my emotional support control talk. Where was I? God, I'm already screwing it up. It's probably a good thing that that Yun Shen Yun, Shen Shen Yun 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 didn't have a script because I can't even read my own words. If you're Sag rising, then Saturn and Pluto will transit your second house of money, possessions, and resources. Okay. If you're Scorpio rising, it's going to be in your third house of siblings, locality, mobility. If you're Libra rising, it's going to be in your fourth house, home, parents, foundations. Virgo rising, fifth house, pleasure, recreation, and children, Leo rising your sixth house of duty, service, and injury, and problems. Cancer rising, it'll be in your seventh house, partnerships, uh, relationships, and the public. If you're Gemini rising, it's gonna be your eighth house of losses, debts, and unseemliness. Oh, If you're Taurus rising, it's gonna be ninth house of teachers, travel, and divinity. Aries rising, it's going to be in your 10th house, reputation, career, and authorities. Pisces rising, it's 11th house of allies, honors, awards, fame, fortune. Probably going to lose it. If you're Aquarius rising, Saturn and Pluto will be transiting through your 12th house of enemies, weakness, and blind spots. So um, basically what all this means is Saturn the planet of structures meets pluto the planet of destruction we're destroying all the old structures that don't know don't uh, serve you anymore and they will be destroyed obliterated um, taken away from you and it will be remember it's a, tra- a transit so um all this all the air and fire signs are going to have the most difficult time water will have the easiest time if you're a water sign earth will have the next easiest time so if you're a water and earth sign this is great for planning new things if you're an air sign and a fire sign this you know you might just want to chill out take a chill pill, go to bed for the duration of the transit you know for 24 hours just Stay away from me, I'm telling you. I won't have the problems. Because I bought into that uh, Pisces-Virgo axis. So um, that's my new upline and downline. Okay. So now I'm going to read about um, how these aspects affect your natal planets. Okay. So if your Saturn-Pluto aspects to your natal sun... These transits are going to coincide with the embodiment of the empowered fear energy, okay? Um, this could mean, like, what What are we talking about, Catherine? It's like, come on, let's keep up, okay? It's like the hardening of your heart, your heart going cold. Um, just, it's almost like you become a sociopath. You're just cold and indifferent to everyone, but also to yourself. It means you've completely shut down. The sun is the light that is empowers and enlightens literally with light because of the light from the sun it's a a light you will shut out the light in yourself and that's terrible so it's almost like you become not yourself um you might be thinking and feeling like a villainous terrorist kind of a person a very narcissistic sociopathic psychopathic kind of an asshole um where you think you're superior and everyone else is crap but you're really in illusion so you're screwed up, and I'm not. How it will affect your natal moon is you could experience uh, a period during this transit of extreme depression, doubt, worry, fear, anxiety, loneliness, um, imposter syndrome, um, a lot of gas, a lot of gastrointestinal discomfort, because that's going to hit your you know, your solar plexus, which is all about who you think you are versus who you really are. And it's like barf. I mean, like throw up vomit. Okay. Cause you're not going to want the harmony going on. It's like anyone who tells you to be at peace and have inner peace. It's like, you're going to just say, Oh, throw up. Okay. So how does this Saturn Pluto crap deal with your natal Mercury? Mercury is about details, Um, it's about secrets, it's about sensitive information that most people find too difficult to talk about, and this is going to be, when you need to be real careful about what you say, you're actually going to need to walk on eggshells, because you're going to piss yourself off. What do I mean by that? Of course you could piss others off. Um, You don't want to disclose information that you shouldn't be talking about. Not the time to break contracts or talk behind someone's back or gossip, and that's with other people, but most of all, the stuff that occurs to you, you just want to chill for a few hours. You're going to get insights about yourself that are are an illusion, and if you act on that, you're going to go down the wrong path because you're acting under an illusion. You're going to get all these details, and it's just all bullshit. It's totally bullshit. And that's uh, not happy. How it affects your, your Venus, the Saturn-Pluto aspect. Um, you might be very morose, um, dark. Um, people who wear black all the time, dye their hair black, wear the black makeup. You know, those goths. That is so over. God, no one's doing that anymore except the goths. So you'll probably feel that way. You'll feel like wearing black and walking around, um, carrying some dumb book mentioned in the Matrix. is like you're more profound than everyone else when really you're the one who feels the most rejected and excluded from enjoying life and wearing color. And um, you're just going to be moody. God, it reminds me of Virgo when they've got their own head up their ass. But anyway, you're going to be moody, morose, um. Just total fantasy barf times. Let's move on, cause I'm just just. Oh. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry. That made me belch. Okay. What if it's what if it's like in your natal Mars? <sighs> Monumental challenge requiring a lot of effort, a lot of courage, because. You're going to be shoved through a danger zone. You're going to be shoved through true, literal evil. Mars is the warrior and the war aspect. I mean, it's just like thrust right into a profoundly discouraging, terrifying uh, situation. And you're going to have to slay the monster. And of course, the monster is... Fear and dark energy and all that. It is not other people. It is not you. Okay. Now, how does the Saturn Pluto deal with your natal Jupiter? All right. Jupiter, this is going to test your natural talents, skills, faith, confidence, endurance, um, what you're able to persevere through, your determination. Um, what have you been entrusted with? Uh, By other people it's going to feel like a very high stakes responsibility all of a sudden and um, you're going to feel like oh my god this is going to push me beyond what I'm able to handle or what I want to handle Jupiter is this massive gargantuan expansive energy I mean you, you literally feel like I can't handle this I can't wrap my brain around it I can't contain this this is beyond me and it will feel like everything's um, expanding up through you and then leaving you and just constantly expanding. So you'll have a, a fleeting sense of control, but then as soon as you feel that, like you can control it, it leaves. And that's when you start to panic and jump. call me because I'm not a bedpan to pick up your loose stools. Okay. Now, how does Saturn plus Pluto Johnny, I need injections in my tongue because I'm tra- I'm starting I can't even talk. I had too many chocolate chip cookies before I did this show. Okay, it's not my fault. Even though I'm a structured speaker, I bet oh my god, that's right, Johnny. It's the Saturn I'm talking about Saturn Pluto. I've already got it now in my face. Saturn can you hear me out there in the radio, listening audience? I've got Saturn and Pluto in my face. Hold on, I need to cut these cords for that activation ASMR energy, I'm cutting these cords in my face. Okay. Saturn, Pl- Pluto. I can't talk, journey I can't even say the words. It's not vibrationally correct for me because it's not time yet for, for all this to hit. That's why I find these lines very difficult. So the Saturn-Pluto aspect in one's natal Saturn, is you're confronting the possibilities of your greatest extremes in terms of your fears, your weaknesses, what you know you can't do, but you always try to fake it. Um, And this is gonna really let you know that you suck at certain things, like you totally suck at it. And I'm not talking about sexual sucking actions. Okay, I mean, like, wink, wink, like, undo the wink, wink. It's like, let me clear that, because it's not what we're talking about. There's a lot of shit that you are so bullshit in. And Saturn is going to come along and kick your ass. And you better be ready, because this is is not just about your natal Saturn. This Saturn-Pluto thing, my whole thing about saying this is the Saturn-Pluto transit, on January 12th 2020 is going to kick your ass so okay I don't even care about the positive vibes scrap okay it's gonna kick your ass when Saturn Plu- Pluto aspects your natal Uranus <laughs> um this is going to be very disruptive you're going to feel restricted Um, an extreme burden on your personal liberty and freedom Uh, freedom of expression freedom of communication freedom of speech anything that you think you deserve freedom on this is going to say uh not (laughs) lots of chaos lots of unpleasantness okay totally disruptive lots of discomfort Saturn Pluto on your natal Neptune (laughs) this is going to be the feeling of massive disillusionment. Like you can't believe. Now, remember, this is a transit, so it's going to pass. This whole Saturn-Pluto thing on the 12th, um, you might feel it three days before that, up to three days afterwards. If you're really special, and not in a good way. You could feel it five days before, five days after, okay? Because these energies come in waves and I know about these kinds of things because I'm a dancer, okay? Just deal with it. I'm vibrationally correct, I know what I'm talking about. So if your Saturn Pluto hits your natal Neptune, you're gonna feel like, oh my God, I can't believe, I believe these things because obviously they're not true. Now that's what the illusion is, okay? You'll feel so hopeless. Um, you're going to feel like you're waking up from sleeping at night, not into a reality, but into a nightmare, into dreams that are crushed. This is a transit. It will pass. Okay. Um, although for Pisces, you're going, you're going to um, witness tragedies, uh, deaths, endings literal and metaphorical, that will happen in your immediate surroundings and from afar. You're just going to see it. It's like you get x-ray vision during this transit into all the endings going on. And you know how Pisces are, the ocean of emotion, (laughs) as deep as the ocean, as high as the sky. That's what Pisces emotions do in times like this. And um, you're going to feel the weight of the world of everyone, what everyone else is going through. That's what Pisces does. So they, they're a combination of all the signs. But let's get to uh, the Saturn Pluto aspects in Pluto. <laughs> this is the feeling of very sad goodbyes. It's like a massive generational tipping point, fork in the road, endings, the changing of the guard, the changing of the rulers, the changing of foundations, uh, the changing of the rules, the changing of everything. Um, and you will also feel tremendous resistance to wanting to go with the flow of all that it's literally flowing down the toilet. Your life will go down the toilet and you know it's about to happen and then it does happen and you're floating around there with all the other turds in the blue water. So that's um, the transit everyone, that's fabulous because it's like it'll really suck. Um, So, some tips that I want to give you on how to handle all this, Uh, just unbelievable stuff. And no one really knows, all the astrologers, tarot readers, psychics, uh, oracle people, people into magic, divination and stuff, none of us, none of us knows exactly what's going to happen. We can only tell you the energy and everyone's going to be different. So, the first that i would give you on how to cope with this it's number one it's a transit it will pass what you see happening what you hear happening what you experience will pass okay um imagine the worst case scenario during the time of the transit but then just know that it will pass and that'll be wrong okay in other words it will seem like the end of the world But it's not. Now, um, I don't want to... How do I say this? We could actually experience a nuclear bomb. I'm not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. And I'm not just saying that for shock value this kind of a thing coincidentally followed two actual close calls with nuclear annihilation in september and november 1983 when saturn was within a few degrees of pluto and that was when it was in a few degrees and the nuclear annihilation did not happen but it was that close so it's very clear that the topic of nuclear war is very close to people's minds okay and these big massive conjunctions uh, Okay, so, these kinds of massive conjunctions. Johnny, what's going on with the computer? Because it, like, flipped me off. Okay, are we fine? Do I need to call the CIA? Okay, well, anyway. Um, if we can get to 2021 without experiencing a full-blown nuclear apocalypse, um, then maybe what we go through In a few days is manageable okay and which means of course we can handle it um the second thing you need to know is you got to consider i mean like literally this is a sacrifice time okay this is a time when the entire world is going to change a big huge thing that we're all doing right now that we're all living under is going to end and go away and it's not coming back now this could be a good thing okay so i don't want you to think oh it's only bad it's only nuclear war and she's all fear and terror no that's not what i'm saying Some people... Remember, I just went through the list of transits and how everyone's going to react, people. It's only going to be good. This transit is best for the water signs. It's second best for the earth signs. Those two will feel it in good ways. The air signs and fire signs, it's going to be... hell. So, it sucks to be you. But just remember, it'll pass. Okay. Um, Yeah, I, I just... The final tip is just don't stop moving forward and living. Okay? If you survive this alive, it means you were meant to. You were not meant to be killed off with whoever's going to die on January 12th. Okay, now I know that sounds like super spooky and scary and like, oh my God. Well, but that's... I'd be lying if I didn't tell you the truth about the energies going on in the stars, okay? Because I could prove it again to you and do the energy level muscle testing on my tits with all this, but just know if it's coming from me, I've already tested it. So these are tit tested Saturn-Pluto transit aspects that I've already gone over, so I'm not going to repeat it, okay? just You can listen again to this. Okay, what's going on here? Prosperity okay a little story as soon as i told you that last thing i was shuffling the cards did you hear that and the cards fell out we got a story about this so okay we're bookended on this by compassion on one end and prosperity on the other so that tells you that before and after the transit we've got compassion and prosperity people so this transit is going to be literally like ripping the band-aid off of a wound ripping the scab off or maybe one of your arms or your legs or for some of you maybe your head but it can be reattached okay sorry about the scar but deal with it god but in the middle where the transit happens we've got two i love this because compassion and prosperity were right side up angel cards but the two in the middle the transit are upside down cards and you're ready for this Now get this, because this is deep, people. Upside down overcoming difficulties. (laughs) Yeah, that's not what you think. If the card is right side up of overcoming difficulties, it's a positive thing. And here's what it says when it's right side up. The worst is now behind you, and you are surmounting any previous challenges. But because it's upside down, we have to read it like this. The worst is now happening to you, and you are experiencing challenges. That's during the transit. And the other card during the transit was upside down creative writing. So if it's right side up, it says, make time to write down your thoughts in a journal or pen, an article, or a book since it's upside down it's not creative writing it is destructive writing in other words and here's how i interpret this uncreative writing i.e destructive writing what you see happening you will feel like it's so real that you should write it down to memorialize it like oh my god this is happening i need to write down this history and the point of this creative writing being upside down is no you should not write it down you you must write down the lesson after we get out of the transit and passed through the prosperity right-side-up card with the angel. Who is this, anyway? Who the hell is she? Archangel Ariel. Well, your material needs are provided as you follow your intuition and manifest your dreams into reality. That happens after the transit, people. Do you understand? what i'm trying to say the transit is going to rip away all the stuff that you didn't let go of last year which is what we were supposed to let go of last year with all those eclipses oh my god enough with the eclipses just let me drink a bottle of wishbone italian dressing (laughs) let's get it over with god it's like please oh one thing you should not do is take a box of baking soda, pour it in water and drink it. Do not do that. You will ruin your kidneys. So many people are doing this in Southern California. They're going to the ocean because someone somewhere once said that the fluids in the human body, like the blood, is the next closest thing to human blood is seawater. Um, That is totally wrong from the standpoint that seawater has fish shit in it. You don't want to go with the saggy, titty hippies to the beaches of Southern California in La Jolla, get off my property. And don't sit there on the beach, start drinking the seawater people were drinking ocean water out of the ocean it's got the fish shit it's got garbage the dogs piss and shit in it the seagulls piss and shit it it's got fukushima radiation which is stop drinking the ocean water god it's filthy and it's too much salt so anyway that's that uh, on uh what not to do and drink on uh, the transit don't drink the seawater oh god What, Johnny? You don't do that, do you? Because that's like so tacky.